What's going on, guys? Welcome back to another episode of the Thank God for Wrestling Podcast. I'm co-host number one, CJ McClure. Co-host two of two, Johnny King. We got another weekly recap for WWE, and yeah, let's go ahead and get into it. So just a disclaimer real quick, um, as you can see, I actually lost my headset. Uh, it will be back in about a couple of weeks. So just want to let you guys know why my audio sounds a little different. But with that being said, Johnny, I think I know what you're going to say. I think you're getting tired of Monday Night Raw, but let's hear it. Yeah, it's not that I'm getting tired of it, bro. I just feel like we get this, the same structure of the same show and they just change out ingredients it's like they're baking a cake but they're just changing a couple ingredients bro but the cake will still taste the same in the end like yeah i mean i'm not gonna i'm not gonna lie like it was some good wrestling on the show i just feel like they're kind of in like a like a dead still they don't really know what to do especially regarding like the cody situation so i just feel like we just got to give it some time and it'll get back picking up yeah, I think we definitely need to be more patient, but I will agree with you. It's starting to even wear on me that it is getting a little for, formulaic, like you've said. However, also, like you said, still some good wrestling on Raw, at least for the most part. So I was able to look past that, especially in the main event. But yeah, let's go ahead in the first match, which I forgot. <laughs> yeah, so the opening segment was Cody. He did a promo, right. the same cookie cutter promo, uh, talking about the Judgment Day. Dominic and JD come out and uh or Dominic comes out, interrupts him, then Jay comes and helps Cody. And then after that, the judgment day comes out, and then uh Sami Zayn and KO show up, so it's four, four on uh three. And then JD comes up with some steel chairs, and then him and Priest kind of like have share a little like look kind of confrontation thing. Basically, they were just setting up the main event, and honestly, bro, I think they're setting up for war games. So I feel like we're gonna get uh Cody J, Sammy and KO versus uh Priest, Finn, Dom, and JD. So I think that they did that just to set up the tension for war games because that's coming up soon. But the first match was Otis versus Bronson Reed. Yeah. Kind of dug it. Hey, bro, I, I'm not gonna trash on this match. Uh these two both are very, very talented. Uh, Bronson Reed, I feel like if they just give him a better, if they solidify his character and make him a threat on Raw, then he could be a, he could be a great asset to the, to the brand. I agree with you. I think, I do think they're capable of putting on a better match. I mean, granted, it's Monday Night Raw. It's not like they were given 30 minutes, but these are just some big lads, and they're pretty big athletic lads. I mean, you often forget that, and I think Bronson winning is the right move. I think Bronson winning, as of late, shows that WWE does care about him. I would like to think that they do have some plans for him if he's still getting TV time and getting wins. But yeah, I agree with you. Just get his character back to kind of what it was in NXT or even maybe even back to earlier this year when he was in the Elimination Chamber match. And yeah, I mean, he, he can definitely be a force to be reckoned with. Yeah. Yeah. And um yeah. next match, Tommaso Ciampa versus Ludwig Kaiser. This was great wrestling, bro. Tommaso Ciampa, man. I'm glad to see him back on TV weekly now. 
And then Ludwig Kaiser, he's just great at what he does, bro. I don't have anything bad to say about Ludwig. This match was a great tie. I mean, it was a great uh just a great TV match, man. Um Champa came out looking like the credible threat to take the belt away from Gunther. Obviously, I don't think that's gonna happen, but they do kind of have to build him up to give us a match and a feud that we want to see. But honestly, if we had to pick someone to take the belt off Gunther, I wouldn't mind having like a Champa take the belt off of him, bro. I feel like Champa would carry that belt just fine. Let's talk about that real quick. Are you are you okay with that happening for sure, for sure? Or would you still mind seeing Gable do it? Because Gable did say later in the show to Ludwig that he was still coming after Gunther. Yeah, if the Gable train isn't completely gone and they want to go back on that, then I'm fine with that. But if not, then I would say definitely Champa will be my number one. Yeah. I'm down for both. I low-key think Gable deserves it, but let's just see what Champa and Gunther are able to do. I'm sure they're going to cook. I mean, I remember they faced each other, I think, during the COVID era in NXT when uh, well, Walter, then, I think, was still the UK champ and Champa challenged him for that lost. Mm-hmm. And Champa has a good track record of great matches, especially back in NXT. So the contract signing is next week, so I'm assuming it's going to be for Fastlane or maybe just the Raw after, but We'll see what happens, but I'm I'm intrigued by this because it almost seems like the walls are closing in on Gunther, you know? Mm-hmm. Like, if multiple people are coming out of the IC title because, A, it makes it seem like a big deal, and, B, it's like, okay, he's going to lose, but who's he going to lose it to? Yeah. Yeah, I feel like – because right now, if we if it's not Champa or it's not uh, Chad Gable, like, who is it? Johnny Gargano's not on TV. He would have been another person I would have been okay with taking the butt off him. But other than that, I don't know. Unless they build someone else up, which I'm fine with, but we just haven't seen it from them yet. Right. Uh, next match was Natalia versus Tegan Knox. This whole like rivalry or or whatever you want to call it stemmed from when Tegan Knox was supposed to have a match with Becky, but then it got changed at the last minute. Um, backstage authority, I don't know. People saying this Vince changed it and they gave the match to Natalia because they said they. He like really enjoyed what Natalia was doing over in India. So we now we uh got the match. This match was supposed to be like whoever wins gets a shot at the title with Becky. And Becky said she wanted the she wanted to face uh Tegan. So yeah, man, Natalia versus Tegan Knox. I mean, it wasn't like a terrible match, but it wasn't great. Like <laughs> it wasn't great. Uh Knox hit the Shiny's Wizard for the win. I mean, there's nothing really else to say. Yeah. It's just short. I mean, the right person won. There's that. And I am excited to see Tegan versus Becky, which uh, stay tuned for our NXT No Mercy video. But yeah, I mean, the right person won. I mean, there's that's the only big positive thing I could say. I kind of wish they were given a little more TV time because I feel like Natalia can still put on a relatively good match. I mean, she's a veteran. You know, she knows how it works. But whatever. I mean, just move past it. Right person won. I'm looking forward to Tegan versus Becky. Yeah, I think there's just a lack of time that they were given. They weren't able to do what they could be done if they gave them, like, at least, like, six or seven minutes, like, six, seven minutes. But, yeah. Um, Next one was Dominic Mysterio versus Dragon Lee. So, this was Dragon Lee's main roster debut, bro. Um, yeah, man. I This match was this match was great, bro. This was a great was. match. The, the, more, the more and more Dominic wrestles with – good opponents the more and more I, I can see him getting better like he's getting quicker he's getting more agile bro he, he's, he's putting on great like pretty good matches now 
So yeah, man, Michael Cole on commentary. I'm I'm loving Michael Cole. I get him two times out of the week now. It's just great. Um, yeah, man, seeing Dom like go up against a luchador that's not his dad or like not Santos is always great to see, especially since Rey Mysterio like co-signed Dragon Lee. And I we're gonna talk about no mercy, but another video but i feel like they should have gave the belt to dragon lee eventually yeah but again we're gonna talk about no mercy so yeah bit a bit of a tough situation but i don't blame you i ray mysterio co-signed him for a reason so dragon lee does definitely definitely deserve some gold eventually but be that as in may Great match, and I agree with you. I mean, I think Dom has progressively gotten better, especially since his feud with Ray back at WrestleMania. And Dom won clean. What yeah. a shocker. Yeah, winning clean, I wasn't expecting it, but hey, go Dom, man. They got the this is awesome chant. So it was it was a banger. It was a banger, bro. It was a banger TV match, man. Shout out Dom. Um next match, Nia Jax versus Zoe Stark. I have a lot to say about this. I was very heated when I seen this on my TV, bro. Cause like I get you're trying to build Nia up to be like, you know, take on Rhea, which she's obviously gonna lose, but we just need a credible opponent to face Rhea. But don't don't put Zoe Stark in there to be fed by her. Cause Zoe Stark is bro, Nia I'm not gonna say that. I'm not now I'm gonna say it. Nia Jax wishes she could be half the wrestler that Zoe Stark is, bro. Like why Zoe Stark has all the potential in the world and you're just and she she's she's fresh hot off the Trish stuff and you're gonna feed her to Nia Jax. Nia Jax, are you like bro? What are we doing here? Like, what are we actually doing? Like, I was heated, I was like, bro, there's no way they decided that they wrote this, they wrote this in the meeting, and we're like, Yeah, we're gonna we're gonna have uh Zoe get squashed by Nia. Like, bro, come on, let's not do that, bro. Let's not do that. I don't know, man. I mean to your point, how are you going to be high on Zoe, you know, and try and push her and then feed her to Naya and then lose in three minutes? I mean, I feel like this is where squat, like actual squash matches come into play. Like, just get your local person in the area, get them on TV, give them an easy check to get destroyed to build Naya back up. But I guess to play devil's advocate, it, one could argue because Zoe is stepping up. Maybe it's still making her look strong. Maybe this is going to get people behind her more because people actually don't like Nia Jax. Yeah, I could see that. But I just feel like if if maybe this were to be like an actual feud that they wanted to keep going, but obviously they're not going that direction because they're trying to get Nia to face Rhea. So I don't know. I just feel like there could have been like, I mean, you could have you could have not cut Aaliyah and you could have had Aaliyah for one more show and have fed Aaliyah to Nia Jax, why or like I, there's someone on the roster that they could have used, I feel like. But I don't know, man. I don't know. But yeah, man, Nia Jax it was it was a short match. Nia Jax won with her uh what did she call it? Her finisher? The Annihilator? Yeah, something crazy like that. Yeah. Yeah, I can't I can't remember. Oh, which I will say that I that's the only thing I really like about Nia Jax. I mean, we talked about Yoko Zuna in our first dream match video when I said Roman versus Yoko, and we kind of went off on a tangent of like put some respect on Yoko's name. But I like that because it reminds me of him. And I wanted to talk about that promo real quick with her and Michael Cole. 
I felt like she started off trash, monotone, but then in the middle, she was actually like, okay, like I think you've actually gotten a little bit better. But then in the end, she was just trash again, like saying the saying the same thing, just squashed, squashed, squashed. I'm yeah. like, okay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Zoe and Zoe Stark is just so like, bro, she's got that strong style, like. She's a wrestler, bro. And to like not allow her to simplify that really, putting her in a squash match with Nia Jax, yeah, it kind of teased me, but we'll we'll get past that, man. We'll get past that. Yeah. Kofi Kingston versus Drew McIntyre. Um yeah, man. This was honestly Kofi, Kofi, Xavier Woods, Drew McIntyre, uh was it Ivar? They've all been putting on great matches with one another. And I guess they're trying to build this little uh this Kingston or like New Day Drew McIntyre um New McIntyre feud. Uh because uh, I think they're gonna turn McIntyre heel, obviously. I guess they're just waiting for the right time exactly. But yeah, this match was it wasn't bad, it was pretty good. Um Drew McIntyre got the dub. I just don't uh I just don't see where they're going with this necessarily. Like, I don't know. Yeah, I guess other than a Drew heel turn. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I don't know what the end goal is. I mean, and, and you're right, they are all putting on good matches. I like the segment beforehand of like, you know, Drew was on Miz TV, <laughs> kept telling Miz to shut up. It was funny. And I mean it. Kofi Xavier low-key cooking with their burns against Drew. Like they're they've been going to Drew's head as of late. Yeah, bro. But then but then Drew, I mean, he may not be talking completely as good as them, but he's winning the matches. And this is just a little detail I can help and notice, but like, why was it just Ivar coming out? I mean, where was Eric? Is he injured? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, man. I was thinking the same thing. Like, I don't know, but Maybe, I mean, maybe once if they maybe since they saw Ivar's match, like they were like, let's maybe try to push him as like a single star. Like, who knows? Cause I mean, I, I wouldn't be mad because that match was crazy. Him and uh Kofi's match, that was that was one of the best matches on in T on TV all year. So I wouldn't be surprised if maybe they thought something like that. But yeah, I don't know. Uh, I haven't heard anything about Eric being hurt, but I just that just could be me being out the loop. But yeah, I don't know. With you, I mean, like I'm invested in this, but I'm just like, what's the end goal? I mean, like, there's not a title involved. I mean, like y'all have been putting on good quality matches, but like, what what's the payoff going to be? You know? Yeah. Yeah, definitely. And then Drew has been like struggling to keep his keep his baby face uh tendencies because he's been trying to he's been wanting to help and then not wanting to help and he's been struggling you can see it in his face he's been struggling to to figure out what he wants to do and he's definitely gonna they're definitely gonna have him turn heel sooner or later um, just taking their time yeah just taking their time and i think it's heel turns are always better once you build build it up for a good amount of time because you know it's coming you just don't know when it's coming yeah 
And then the uh, main event, man, was the Judgment Day versus Kevin and Sammy. Uh, this was, I'm gonna say it was a good match, for sure. No, I loved it. I, I, I would say it's right under their Steel City Street Fight. I'm not gonna say it's just as good or better because it's not. But I, I loved it. I mean, just the chippiness at the start of it. I mean, bro, Samantha Urban only got to introduce KO and Sammy. She didn't get to introduce the champs because, I mean, they were so just antsy. And I, I think I've said this before. I said it back at SummerSlam. I love that stuff. That's one of the things I'm a sucker for. Yeah. I'm, I'm, su I'm a sucker for, like, just the intensity and shoving each other and all that, which, no, never mind. We're saving it for no mercy. But, yeah. I mean, I, 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 lo I loved it. I loved it. And just overall, just a, a good, solid main event. I mean, I know it's been repetitive and formulaic. You know, because it's just basically just the Judgment Day versus the world right now. Yeah. But, I mean, how often can we really complain if they're still putting on good quality matches? Yeah, yeah, that is true. That's true. It's not that I'm complaining. It's just like, all right, when are we going to shake things up a little bit? And, and, and that's fair, because I low-key thought after when they won the tag titles from KO and Sammy at Payback, I thought that was going to be it. I thought they would move on to somebody else. Mm -hmm. Same. But... I'll say this though, man. Damien got to stop being a hater. JD has helped them out so many That's times. What I'm saying, like, bro, you arguably wouldn't even be like where you are right now if it wasn't for JD, bro. He's trying got to got you a new brief. Got you a new briefcase. He's trying to earn your respect, and you just don't. You just don't like him for real. I'm like, All right, bro. <laughs> like, I don't know, man. If I was JD, I wouldn't be. You keep be trying to give him, give him a, give him acts of kindness, dude. Right. But yeah, um, Dom showed up towards the end. He tried to interfere. Jay Uso and then JD and Cody, they all arrived. Typical huge brawl they always have. And then uh, we got the finish when McDonough used the title belt to knock out Zayn so Priest could get the uh, win. So yeah, man, typical uh, Judgment Day, um, Judgment Day activities, activities. And that was the end of the show. So. We shall see next week or this week now how they if how or if they build this up for war games. Yeah, I mean, but if if they are doing it for war games and if it's anything like all the matches they've been putting on, I mean, we're just in for a freaking just slugfest brawl, dude. I mean, just KO tackling Balor and just falling out, Sammy catching Damien with the blue thunder bomb. And then the Huluva kick, I think I clocked with the title. I mean, I I dug all of it. I mean, again, getting a little repetitive, but they're putting on good matches. So, yeah, I hope they do more games. For sure, for sure, for sure. Um, we're going to get into SmackDown, man. I don't know. It's not that I, I don't want to spend too much time on SmackDown. It's just, like, only a certain amount of notable things happen, if that makes sense. Like, the most notable thing, uh, LA Knight came to the aid of Cena. I'm so salty that I didn't get to see that live because he got COVID. Yeah, bro. They said he was had sickness. Like, bro, just say COVID, bro. It's COVID. Yeah, no, that's, I mean, one article I saw, it said COVID. I mean, and we didn't recap last week because of conflicting schedules. But when I was at SmackDown the week before, what we're talking about now, as you all know, Cena just got beat down by Jimmy and Solo. And I was like, okay, any second now. Any second now, yeah, I mean, there's this girl who seats to my left going, we want Rocky. I'm like, 
I don't know what it is with WWE coming to this specific arena, but when they go to the Phoenix Suns arena, I've always had good experiences, but they come to the one here next to the Cardinals. It's always been average. Yeah. So I was like, even then I find home, out. Say, say again. So even at home, I was like waiting for someone to come out and no one came out. Outside his control sickness, but yeah, it was it was a good pop though when LA and I came out and helped John. You know, they were all saying it was again, we say it all the time. It was reminding me of Steve Austin when every punch he thrown just yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. So I mean I'm here for it. It makes sense. Yeah. Um, one of the main matches was Jimmy Uso versus Carl Anderson. He defeated Carl Anderson by uh pinfall. Basically, the whole show's premise was around the bloodline trying to take out all the male talent so that Cena could not have a partner. But they forgot one person. That person was LA Knight. <laughs> they just said that we're not gonna touch LA Knight, I guess. Like, nah, bro. But yeah, um that was basically the main thing that happened at the end of the show. Um honestly, bro, I don't know if it's just me, but I am not excited about this match, bro. This Cena night and Solo J match. I mean Jimmy match. I'm excited enough. I mean, <laughs> I don't know what else to say. I mean, love LA Knight. It's cool that we're getting John on a pay per view match for the first time since WrestleMania. But we need Roman back, bro. That's all it comes down to. I wouldn't. Have, I would have been more inclined to either see a Cena and Solo feud or a Cena and just an LA Knight feud. Cause like, let's be honest, Jimmy doesn't really do it for anyone. Like, let's be honest, bro. Let's be honest. Okay, well, you want you want me to be honest? I do think it's a little funny that like Jimmy's just causing like just not chaos, but just like disarray. Like, yeah, yeah, for the mic, and he just got just smacked by you know, Mia Yim, and Solo just looks so disappointed. Just the yeah. I mean, I do think that's funny. I'm curious of like how that will play over when Roman comes back. Because what if it builds up to a Roman and Jimmy match? Yeah, yeah. I feel like I feel like I'd be okay with that because I do want to see what Jimmy can do by himself with Roman. So I feel like that that would be that would be worth like a Saudi pay per view, you know? Yeah, yeah. I mean, and, and surely Roman is gonna have to be back after Fastlane when they go to Saudi in the beginning of November. He's always gone to the Saudi shows. Yeah, yeah. So, I, think, yeah, I mean, yeah, I think it's supposed to be I on mean, the 13th episode, October 13th, uh, something like that. I thought it was early November, but no, nonetheless, I mean, Jimmy deserves a match. I, I'd be curious to see what main event Jimmy Uso is capable of. Yeah, yeah, because right now I'm like, he's really just like, he's really just there. It feels like all of SmackDown is just there because like Roman's not here. So, like, okay, let's find something that might be entertaining but obviously it won't be as entertaining as roman but let's just try our best that's what it feels like <laughs> yeah but um other than that man we got bobby lashley was on the grayson waller effect basically saying the street profits i don't know man they just don't want it bad enough they haven't done anything like grayson he's like i'm looking for new people basically and grayson waller was like well i know me and austin theory are looking for uh someone to take us under their wing basically blah 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 and then the Street Profits came out and they were like, we're really about it. Like, we're here. We're here to cause, like, make business. And Bobby Lashley was like, you got to prove it. And they were like, what do you mean? Like, he's like, you got to prove it. 
And so later that night, when um Rey Mysterio and Santos Escobar had a match, after the match, um, after Ray got the win, there was a Street Profits interference, man. Look, they teased they before they before the Street Profits came in, they teased the Santos heel turn. Did you get that too? Like, did the commentator say it? No, 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 no. They just gave the tension. Like Santos, you could tell Santos like looked at Ray after the win. You could tell he was like Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. I mean, you you could tell that he yeah. was not taking the loss down. Dude, was not taking the loss lightly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then before he could do it or make that make that decision, the Street Profits came in. They wreaked havoc. Bobby Lashley came out. Hands like finally, you guys listen. You guys listen. And now we have four heel street profits, and I'm 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 lit, bro. I'm here for it, man. Oh yeah, hundred percent. I mean, the only slight criticism I'm—I don't even know if you call it a criticism—but like, if they're gonna be heels, then don't you think they should change their theme song? I was thinking the same thing. They need like a more menacing song, or like at least a slower song, a song that you can't sing to really. Yeah. But or, it's like at the same time, I'm not gonna complain if they don't because the song's lit. But yeah, like it, yeah. <laughs> I, I wouldn't be mad if they didn't change it. Like, I don't know. Um, yeah, so we got Hill Hill Street Profits now, man. Uh Austin Theory defeated Cameron Grimes uh via pinfall. And then they tease like the Austin Theory and Dragon Lee stuff. So I don't know what they're planning to do with that. You know, I don't understand. <laughs> There was like Dragon Lee just acted like he couldn't overpower that one security guard. Like when I'm like, bro, Dragon Lee, you could literally just like push him off of you and jump the guardrail. Like jump over him. <laughs> yeah, like there's no way I'm I ha- I'm believing that one security guard is stopping him from from interfering. Like, nah, bro. Man. But um we the match before, like a main event match, I guess you could say, was Charlotte Flair versus Bailey. Uh Charlotte Flair won by pinfall also. Um, I don't, I don't know what they're doing, bro. Charlotte Flair just always seems to butt her head in any, anything that somehow has anything remotely close to being champion. She just butts her head in it. Um, so I don't know, man. Um, yeah, Charlotte, uh, hit the spear to win. Flair made it clear before the match that. Uh, her plan was to beat Bailey and then challenge Eo Sky for the title at Fast Lane. After the match, Bailey said Flair shouldn't get to jump the line and that she planned to go to end Flair, but they were going out to just do that. Before Damage Control could attack, Oscar ran into the ring to stop them. And then Bailey then upset uh Eo Sky by saying that if Oscar wanted to be in a triple threat match with Flair and Sky for the title at Fast Lane, she got it. So anything that has to do with the title of Charlotte just somehow gets involved in it. I don't know, man. Uh, it's like weird. Like one day I'll wake up and I'm like, you know, Charlotte Flair is just such a great professional wrestler and sports entertainer. And then another day I'll wake up and I'll be like, bro, she's so bad. Like, what is she doing? I, I don't know, man. How do you feel? Do you understand why I'm so tired of her now? Yeah, bro. Yeah. She, I do. She's, she's, she's like Goldberg. Shows up. Title opportunity. Rhonda, you're defending it right now. Did you know that I'm Ric Flair's daughter in WWE? It's just like, oh, by the way, did you know our ace in the deck is Charlotte, by the way? It, it gets on my nerves, bro. Like, when I was at SmackDown last week, I was excited for EO versus Asuka. And then it's just Charlotte's music hits. And I'm like, if she gets in this match, I'm leaving. 
Yeah. Oh, <laughs> luckily, she did find a way to get in there, bro. I guarantee it, bro. Eventually, bro. bro. The only thing, the only thing I liked about this was, um, the the tease of the dissension of damage control. Because if you listen closely, you heard Oscar go, "No, no, she didn't say that." <laughs> so that was kind of funny, but. Charlotte's got to do something, bro. I mean, I guess granted, Ric Flair never really changed, but it was Ric Flair, you know. So yeah, Charlotte isn't even like Ric Flair, though. That's the thing. Like, I don't know. Her character has always been Ric Flair's daughter. Yeah, yeah. And and I I hate to be a hater because she has good matches on her resume. Don't get me wrong. I mean. Didn't her and Rhea get a five star match at WrestleMania? Like it was up there. Yeah, that was. I don't know if it. Was, I don't know if it got five stars, but that was a great match. It might. It, it might was. have. Yeah, it was. I mean, like her, Sasha, and Becky stole the show back at WrestleMania 32. That was the match of the night. I mean, she has great matches on her track record, but like, I'm just getting tired of like just the same thing and just like you've already said it showed up well charlotte's here let's put her in the title picture because we don't want to build up any new stars yeah good thing they signed jade so we'll get into that yeah we will we will but good thing but i don't know man we're gonna talk about tiffany stratton when we talk about no mercy but i don't know like why like why does charlotte always have like just put her in a program why do the only main like or the only women's feuds have to involve a title like we can definitely have different storylines that don't involve a title you know what i mean so i was on smackdown live back in 2016 i think almost every woman on that roster something going on yeah like why why can't we put charlotte in a non-title feud with bailey like I feel like that they could still put on a banger and be fine. Like a yeah, they still got the chemistry, literally. But yeah, and that was the match before the end of the show, which was the uh, Bloodline and John Cena and LA Knight segment. LA Knight's still over, man. So I don't know when his hype is gonna go down. If it's ever gonna go down, um, I don't know. The crowd still pops for him. It doesn't seem like anything's slowing down for him. So I don't know what they're going to end up doing regarding, like, uh, him and the, uh, being around the bloodline and stuff. But we shall see, man. We shall see. I think they'll do L.A. versus Roman eventually. I don't know when, but my prediction is to a rumble. And we've already argued about that, but yeah. I, I, I'm here for it if they did that. I don't know. I don't know how I feel about it. I still don't know how I feel about it. Yeah, I don't know. Because, like, he's just going to lose, bro. Like, he's going to lose. We know he's going to lose. Like, we know he's going to lose. Now, if this was, like, say Roman dropped the belt and, like, he got it back and then, like, then uh, LA Knight challenged him, I'd be like, okay, it's believable. This is not, like, the God mode Roman Reigns anymore. This is just, like, Roman Reigns. He got finally got the title back. Like, this could be an actual feud. Right now, it's just, like, anyone they put up against Roman, if it's not – Eventually, they're, Cody's obviously going to be the one to take the belt away. So, if it's not Cody, then I don't see anyone beating Roman there. Yeah. I can still get down with it. <laughs> I mean, if the match happened, I wouldn't be, like, mad. But I'd be, like, obviously, LA Knight's not going to win. So, why am I watching this match to begin with? We shall see. <laughs> but, yeah, we shall see, man. 
Um, that's gonna do it for the weekly recap. Uh, we're actually filming a No Mercy, um, NXT No Mercy recap review right after this, so that should be up also. So yeah, man. Uh, we appreciate you guys for tuning in. We, we just want to say we really appreciate the love on the last two videos, man. Two hundred fifty plus views on both of them. We cannot be any more excited and thankful for you guys. So we just want to say thanks for the love and support, man. And um, yeah, don't forget to like the video, subscribe, help us get in the YouTube algorithm. Um, and yeah, man, I'm Johnny King. Thank God for wrestling. Johnny took the words out of my mouth. For those of you that follow our Instagram, I posted something just saying thank you to you guys. And seriously, th thank you guys. I mean, like seeing those videos, just rack up the views, really, really just brighten my day. It's, it's, I've gained a friend doing this. And at the end of the day, that's all that matters. But seeing those views, is just also the icing on the cake. And we really appreciate you guys. Like Johnny said, like, share subscribe comment something that you guys would love us to see talk about or prompt and do we're all ears thank god for wrestling but thank god for you guys and we'll see you in no mercy peace